God notes. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Firstly, I'm sure you'll be greatly, greatly relieved that I intend to follow Franklin Roosevelt's advice on public speaking, which was be sincere, be brief, and be seated. <laughs> I'm Simon, and I've been Ryan's best friend for the last 24 years. We met at drama school, and though we were on different courses, him on the acting course, and I was on the musical theatre course, or as he would often refer to it, tits and teeth. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> The first time I really became aware of Ryan was in Remedial Ballet. <laughs> During a particularly gruelling session, we were all doing exercises at the bar and there was a strange sapping, snapping sound and a dull thud. We all stopped and looked over towards the noise which turned out to be the sound of Ryan's hamstring breaking and his subsequent collapse. But seeing him writhing in agony on the floor, I had mixed emotions. <laughs> yes, naturally, I was concerned. Concerned the class had been interrupted by this inflexible buffoon. But also glad. Glad that the gods had seen fit to get, so to get back at him for the disrespecting of the noble traditions of musical theatre with the whole tits and teeth thing. <laughs> and really annoyingly, he's weathered these 24 years terribly well. Still lean, with a luxuriant mane. I don't have anything I can die. <laughs> so it's difficult for me, after all these years, not to be bitter with my bald head and my body like a bin liner full of yoghurt. <laughs> and believe me, no matter what Ryan says, it's no compensation for being this bald that if I put on a polar neck jumper, I, I can do a cracking impression of a roll-on deodorant. <laughs> As the years have gone by, the one consolation I've had that Ryan was constantly single, sometimes going years, <laughs> between, let's call them, encounters. <laughs> Maybe his lack of lasting relationship success was due to his love of bathing in bleach. Or his intense loathing of food. Or could it be his special interest sexual proclivities? <laughs> then out of the blue comes Patrick, who is lovely. And Ryan is really happy. And in two years, you've gone from old maid to married man. <laughs> and I have to say to Ryan, well done. You got this one on the end of your line, you reeled him into the boat, and then you whacked him over the head with the oar to make sure he couldn't escape. <laughs> and despite the two years that have passed, he clearly still remains semi-conscious. And so here we are at this fantastic celebration. Ryan, you've always been my best friend. Fiercely loyal, kind, and incredibly thoughtful. You have been more like a brother to me. And so, of course, I and our family of friends here present will feel more than a little anxiety at the idea that in a month or so, you'll be 5,371 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I really couldn't be happier for you both embarking on this great adventure. And I can't think of anyone better than Patrick to be with you for this amazing journey. Before I get too mushy, I'd like to conclude with two quotes concerning marriage. The first by American comic Owen Corey, who said, Marriage is like a bank account. 
You put in, you take out, you lose interest. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, the great American thinker, Mickey Rooney, who said, always get married in the morning. That way, if it doesn't work out, you haven't wasted the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please join me to toast the happy couple, Ryan and Patrick. Oh, and that's it. Well,